Hello world. Welcome to episode 50 of my one person podcast, The Bible Abridged. When I started out, they said I wouldn't last a week. Actually, nobody said that. I made that part up. Anyways, today's episode is brought to you by Dietin Barbershop. It's a barbershop in Brooklyn. If you're there, get your hair cut and you can look as good as me. If you're thinking to yourself, hey, I can't see this guy. So how do I know he looks good? Well, you'll just have to trust me, I suppose. 1 Samuel 27. Well, after all the previous few episodes shenanigans of Saul trying to murder David and him escaping and or taunting him, David, once again, got the idea to get out of Dodge and go back to the land of the Philistines. David grabbed his 600 soldiers and went and settled in Gath, once again. This time, he managed to stay pretty much out of trouble and just hung out with his two wives, even scoring a city named Ziklag from Achish, the king of Gath's son. Was this the same king that David had acted crazy in front of? Yes. Was Gath the place Goliath was from? The giant man David heroically killed with a ranged weapon while he only had a spear and a sword? Yes. These people had short memories, to say the least. David then proceeded to heroically raid every village he possibly could, killing every single human being that lived there, because he was the good guy in the story. When Achish found out about this, David would tell him he was only raiding outside Gath, and he had to kill everyone, so they wouldn't return to Gath to look for revenge. 1 Samuel 28th. Achish then decided two things. One, that he would go to war with Saul's Israel. And two, that he wanted David as his bodyguard for life. Meanwhile, Samuel was still dead. Nothing had changed on that front. When Saul saw the Philistine army making their camp, he rallied his troops and then saw how fucked he probably was. He tried asking God, but God was busy and maybe didn't exist. So Saul decided, even though him and Samuel had decided to never talk again, and also, even though Saul had all the mediums rounded up and slaughtered, that maybe he should go and see a medium and talk to Samuel and see what he thinks. So there happened to be one last living medium in all of Israel, and she lived in Endor, which was named after the moon in Return of the Jedi that had all the Ewoks living in it. on it. Saul disguised himself as a still tall, handsome, well-groomed, very distinguished king-like person, but wearing other clothes. And then he went and visited her. She was wary, letting him know that King Saul had killed literally every person in her profession. And Saul had to act like that wasn't him, he said. As sure as God is alive, you will not be punished for this. And the lady asked him, okay, well, who should I bring up for you? And Saul said, Samuel the prophet, the dead one. Son of a motherfucking shit, the medium said. You're Saul. You're the guy I was just talking about. It killed all my friends. Saul told her not to worry about it and just asked her what she saw. She said, I see an old man. He's wearing a robe. Saul knew there couldn't possibly be any old men who wore robes other than Samuel himself, so he immediately fell prostrate, putting his face in the dirt of his terrified medium's home. Well, it turns out it was Samuel, and Samuel was able to speak directly to Saul without the aid of the medium. Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? Samuel demanded. Side note, if any medium could produce results even 10% this amazing, I'd be so amazed, and I'd absolutely believe in them. Well, Saul told Samuel he didn't know where else to turn. God stopped responding to his prayers and didn't give him dreams or anything anymore because he was afraid the Philistines were invading. Which has basically been the central theme of the past 15 episodes, so not exactly a new situation, but Samuel said, Fuck you, Saul, because that one time you didn't kill enough Amalekites, now you're going to lose your fucking kingdom. Your sons and you are going to come join me in the dead world. 
Immediately, Saul just collapsed on the ground, partially because of what Samuel had said, but also because he hadn't eaten or drank anything all day long. The medium tried to get him to eat or drink something, but he refused. Finally, the medium went out and killed a cow, just real quick, baked some bread, real quick, and then, quote, they ate that same night and left. Now, I'm no expert on this, but how long does it take to kill a fucking cow, drain its blood out, carve it up, cook the fucking thing? What time did Saul arrive at this lady's house for this reading in the first place, like 7 in the morning? 1 Samuel 29. The Philistine army, who had been gathering the forces at Aphek, finally finished gathering the forces at Aphek. Apparently all the Philistines had joined forces, and there were hundreds and thousands deep. David and his ragtag team of 600 Israelites in the back of Achish. This brought us a few questions from the Philistines. Actually, it brought up only one question. The question was, what are these Hebrews doing marching against the Hebrews? Achish tried to justify David being there and fighting alongside him, but the other Philistine commanders reminded Achish that David had famously killed, quote, tens of thousands of Philistines, and they probably couldn't trust him. Achish sent David back to his camp against his will. It kind of seems at this point that David didn't really care who he was killing. He just liked killing so much. But he was a loyal fucker, so he listened to Achish, went back to Ziglag, and the rest of the Philistines went to invade Israel. 1 Samuel 30th. Before David could make it back to Ziklag, the Amicalites raided it and burned it to the ground. They, as opposed to David, didn't kill everyone, instead opting to take them as slaves. So, when David returned, you could see how angry he was. His wives had been kidnapped, his men all wept until they were too tired to keep weeping, and everyone just wanted to throw stones at David until he died because of all of this. David got his priest to help him talk to God, and God said exactly what David wanted him to, which was, Track those fuckers down and fucking kill them. David took 400 of his men, because 200 of them are too tired, and they started tracking these fuckers down. They came across the Egyptian guy who was just sitting in the desert, dying of starvation. They fed him some fig newtons and raisin cakes. It just happened this guy was the slave of one of the Amicalites that had torched and raided Ziklag. So what luck? The slave told him he'd help as long as they didn't hand him back to his old master, and David seemed pretty okay with those terms. So David found these Amicalites and just fucking swarmed them with all of his men. Quote, Not one of them got away, except 400 of them, who fled and came out back. Which seems like the first line wasn't really fucking true, now was it? He was able to get all his possessions back, including his two wives. And some of his men decided they weren't going to share their plunder with the 200 men who stayed behind, but David said that was bullshit. Then he made a statute that everyone got equal pay from that point on. And I think we could really use a statute like that today. 1 Samuel 31. So the Philistines and Israelites kept on fighting and fighting, and the Philistines kept slaughtering them, and the Israelites kept fleeing. The Philistine forces killed Jonathan, David's once gay lover, along with Abinadab and Melchishwai, who I'm not sure we've even mentioned before, and if we have, it was very brief. Well, Saul asked his armor-bearer to kill him so he wouldn't get raped to death by the uncircumcised Philistines, but his armor-bearer refused. Finally, Saul just fell on his own sword, killing himself, and his armor-bearer followed suit. When word got out that Saul had killed himself, the Israelites fled, and the Philistines occupied Israel. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the armor and resources off the dead soldiers, they came across Saul's dead body. They cut off his head, put his armor in their temple, and fastened his dead, headless body along with his son's bodies to the wall of Beth-shan. So later, some people from Jabesh-Gilead heard about this, and they didn't quite sit well with them. 
So they came and got their bodies down and gave them a proper burial under a tree in Jabesh, and then didn't eat any food for seven days. And that is not only the end of Saul and his sons, but also the end of 1 Samuel. Check back soon for 2 Samuel. How is there a whole other book on Samuel when he died in the middle of the first one? I don't know. Also, check out Dietin Barbershop. D-A-I-T-I-N. Thanks for listening.